welcome to our second Hopcast Half Pint. This one we actually promise will not be two hours long. Promise. That the, the idea was a great idea, wonderful idea that we do this mini version of the Hopcast. Then we bought eight beers and um, yeah, it all went a bit wrong last time. But this time um, is um, a, a much more sensible three beers that we have which is still one more than what we anticipated, but that is for uh, very specific reasons, because we kind of have a mini beer of the month in the middle of our two uh, choices that we've uh, brought along. Um, I should mention, this is the first time that we're recording the Half Pint in my new office, my new place of work, which is, uh, which is podcast websites, who are the lovely people that have been doing all the behind-the-scenes stuff uh, on the Hopcast since it launched, um, and who, uh, yeah, even nicer than that, they now pay me a wage. Um, so, um, yeah, we're, we're going to be recording this in, uh, in my office moving forward. We, possibly even from next month, are going to try and do either some kind of video feed of it, yeah. or possibly a Periscope or Facebook Live or something. Um, we're just... We're not dressed for it, right? Today. We've got the cool, there's some equipment ready. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we we have got all the equipment here. All the gear. Yeah, no idea. So it's just a matter of uh, a matter of doing it. Right. Um, we should start with the beer, and um, I'm going to start with the one that I've brought along. And this is uh, Two Roads. You familiar with Two Roads? Yeah, American, aren't they? Yeah, I think they're in New York. I think uh, might be Stratford. Um, so, yeah, they tend to do a lot of these kind of gozers and sours made with quite unusual ingredients, unusual kind of fruiting processes. Uh, and this is no exception. So this is the Savion Blanc Gozer. The only reason I've picked this is because it means I get to say Savion Blanc. Yeah, Savignon um, sav, sav, sav. No, I can't do it, can you? Savignog <laughs> Blanca. Um, can't go Savcav for this one, can you? Now, this is it's obviously made with Savion Blanc grapes. I'm a fan of sours, but sometimes I find that sours border a little bit too much on being like wine. This is mm. almost literally uh, a, a wine beer sort of hybrid. So I really don't know what I'm what I'm going to make of this one. The only one I can think of close to this is a Ridgeside one I had recently, which was a, I think it was like a white grape, might be an IPA. So it, I think it was trying to be a little bit wine influenced, but it smells like wine. It smells like wine. Pint of wine. It looks like wine. It, everything about it so far is is very wine esque. I've not pulled that particularly well. Doesn't smell you don't, like you wine. don't get a head like that on wine. <laughs> you don't get a head like that on beer. It looks more like a cider actually. Okay. I'm not really getting anything significant from the smell. Oh, that's not as bad as I expected it to be at all. That's nice. That's quite pleasant, actually. That's quite drinkable. Mm. That's, oh, I'm so relieved. That's hot weather. That's hot weather beer, beer that. Well, it, it, and it's only, I think it's 4.6, 4.8%. Let me find it. 4.8%. So, um, quite literally, that would be a really good beer to just sit in the sunshine with because it's not going um, to cause you too much damage. It is one of those ones where I think that if someone blind tasted, I wouldn't necessarily say it was even beer. We're well, back to the whole what, just, what, it, what makes it? a beer a beer debate, aren't we? Mm. And, and how that how that works. It's all right. It's really nice. Yeah, I think to two or three mouthfuls, it's a tiny bit anonymous. It's a pint can as well. Quite a lot of it. For, oh no, it's an American pint. Doesn't count. Oh, right, it's four. Yeah, it's less than five hundred mil then. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, not bad. 
we've got things to talk about then. Firstly, let's talk about uh, Peak Ender. We talked about this a little bit last time on the um, on the half pint, although we might have been a bit tipsy by that point. Yep. Uh, so Peak Ender is fast approaching this weekend. I'm there Friday, Saturday. Yeah, and I'm there Saturday, Sunday. We are hopeful of some kind of content coming out of it. I thought you were going to say good weather. But... Well, we're hopeful <laughs> of, of not shit weather. <laughs> Um, have you seen the forecast? No. It's just it's a bit it's just a bit dull. A little bit of rain maybe on Friday morning. The problem I've got with this at the moment is that the weather forecast, uh, like even the day before, it's so changeable. Yeah. And generally, well, so wrong. It was supposed to be well Sunday yesterday was supposed to be terrible weather and actually wasn't too bad. Mm. So we'll see. Any any brewers you've kind of have you had a look at who's there? I've I've had a look at who's there. Yeah, I mean, there's kind of every, if if there's anyone that goes and uh, they don't like any of the breweries there, there's something wrong with them. Yeah, because I mean that is it's the great and the good from the UK beer yeah. scene. Um, it's you know in terms of breweries, an amazing lineup. Um, I've not looked at. I think you've had a sneaky look at the beer list, haven't you? I know. I've not looked at it. I clicked on a link this morning and it said oh, it wasn't right. safe. Oh, so oh. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's like that's how good the beer list is. <laughs> it's, it, wow. this, this you want you to sit down before you click this link. Um, I did tweet them though, and I thought maybe a good point was having them brought out um, the Big Easy, non-alcoholic one. Mm -hmm. And obviously, people are probably going to be travelling there by car. Wouldn't Sunday be like the perfect opportunity to do like a big, big push for that beer? Because there's obviously a designated driver. I mean, it's not somewhere. I mean, even even Sheffield, it's 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 not easy to get to. It's like a one bus, one hour sort of journey. Yep. It doesn't have a train station, so someone's a designated driver somewhere. I'm like, you should have done like a big kind of almost like launch of that beer because mm -hmm. you know, I've I've had a few bottles of that now, and it is after my first initial one, which I drank after drinking alcoholic beer, and I'm a bit like, Oof. yeah, that's not going to work. Is yeah, it? but the the following two I've had have been absolutely really really good, really 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 pressed. So if you are a designated driver. Just ask your local you know, bottle shop to get some Big Easy and um, would recommend it. it. Smells beautiful. It smells so good. No, I've not tried it yet, but but Sean was really raving about it, wasn't he? On yeah, the, yeah. Uh, nice the last um, episode of the uh, Hopcast. Um, and Sean is a guy that knows his stuff about beer. You know, he's not going to say that something's all right when it's uh, when it's not. So yeah, I, de I, I do need to try that. I don't. It is a bit of a pain to get to Bakewell, and I've I've made absolutely zero preparations for it. So I don't know how I'm going to get there. I don't know how I'm going to get home. I've not, I've not, camped, I don't have a tent. I've not camped for years. I've got a spare tent. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I'm, I may try and wangle some kind of like upgrade into a teepee or something, <laughs> right, okay. and see whether you know, like glamping, is it called? Yeah. See if I can like wangle something like that because I don't. I, I don't think I can even put up a tent. I went last year on the Sunday, so I'm not camped there. So we drove on the Sunday. Luckily, didn't get desert driver. Um, but as far as parking and stuff and people there on Sunday it was dead easy to park um, I, I imagine people are probably packed down camping but it, it's literally next to the, the the sort of section where you would be drinking and it's not a big place it's, you're not, it's not like you're going to a big music festival and you're walking for you know, a couple of miles before you get to anywhere mm -hmm. and it's all in, it's, it's all kind of in the one big one big kind of area so you're not having to kind of go through extra levels of security I think once you're in you're in and I imagine I'm hoping that you can kind of meander between going to the bar and maybe sitting back at your tent with a beer which I'm kind of hoping um, I, I don't think there's I'm any taking a three -year -old, there's no so, rules uh, is there you can be able to do <laughs> one of us is going to have to manage uh, the tent <laughs> at some point but yeah I'm really looking forward to it uh, the beer list like I said I mentioned it last podcast as well is um, 
very really well priced keg and cask and I found that every time a beer was swiped off that board it gone it was very quick before someone was putting a new one on rather than saying well, that's gone yeah. you know that's now an empty line it was pretty much all the lines were up there till Sunday and then Sunday is a bit of a get rid of all the cask so that you can't go back so you're looking at it. if you stick around till uh, late on Sunday the tip is cheap pints cheap pints I think that's on the cask stuff you're looking at maybe a pound of pints something like that just having a look at the weather forecast now. This is for Sheffield, but we can assume it's the same. I don't know. They have a Bakewell section on this. I think you can, yeah. I imagine it's slightly Bakewell. different. Um, so Friday, cloudy, bit breezy. Saturday, cloudy, bit breezy. Sunday, cloudy, gentle breeze. No raindrops. Uh, but 20, 20 to 22 Celsius, so it's still going to be fairly warm. It's certainly not going to be chilly. That's pretty. I would say that's pretty perfect for a beer festival because when it's when it's really sunny, it really messes you up, doesn't it? It can really by mid afternoon. You've had a few beers. You can be really screwed up. So um, maybe I speak particularly for myself there, yeah. where um, I don't have a great track record at making it through the afternoon of <laughs> beer festivals in the sunshine or anything in the sunshine. Um, so yeah, that's good. That that's promising. One thing I will say about um, Saturday afternoon, there's a lot of talks on from different breweries all all weekend, but I think a lot of them sold out within maybe in the first hour. Um, uh, there was hints that there might be on the on the day kind of tickets available. They're not most of them are free, I think. Um, friends of the show, beer o'clock show, are doing a like a live thing. I think it's one o'clock on the Saturday, so um, yeah. maybe if you can kind of go down and see that, um, we're hoping to maybe get some content from with those guys as well on, on the yeah. day. So I've got my um, false boobs ready for my stage invasion. <laughs> When I run on and do, was it Michael? It was um, Jarvis Cocker, Michael Jackson. Yeah, it was, I'm, I'm going to swing like that. I'm just going to kind of waft around my bottom for a bit, um, and I joke about it now. Actually, after a few uh, a few drinks on <clears throat> Saturday, who knows? They are doing a bit of a thing on Twitter at the minute, and their Hopinions hashtag hashtag Hopinions Live. Um, they're wanting to. Um, uh, they're looking for questions that they want to ask the Thornbridge guys because I think they get them on stage. So if you've got any burning questions for Thornbridge. Um, hit them up on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Hashtag Hopinions Live. Well, there is there is a, a question to ask of Thornbridge at the moment, isn't there? Because we obviously in the last the last time that we did this, and in the main Hopcast as well, we we touched on the subject of Beavertown, which was all the mm. talk in the beer world for a while. And we got yeah. chatting a bit about Sheffield breweries and whether any of yeah. those could happen. Um, and I made my bold prediction, which is, you know, <laughs> Thornbridge will be more likely to be the brewery that's looking to buy others yeah. rather than looking for investment. Mm. And about three days after that, they put out a statement saying they're open to investment. Yeah, that's um, when you record a podcast early. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was, it was, the way that they phrased it was um, fairly clever. It, it wasn't kind of like, a, you know, we're desperate for it. I'm sure they've been watching the reaction to <clears throat> what's been going on with Beavertown in you know with some interest um and deciding what their next kind of move is gonna be but i mean i don't know are, are you concerned i'm not really concerned now i mean they're at a level now that they're all they're in supermarkets core range stuff but you know we've always said that they're doing a lot of stuff outside of that which we I mean, we're quite privileged in the sense that we get a lot of their we've got what five six seven pubs sheffield <laughs> within you know, stones throw and there's beers that I turn up and see that I've never even heard about, or never, you know, it's not been publicised. So they're still kind of catering for these like small beers, you know, your jaipos and stuff, and, and you know, like things like the tart. What else are they doing? Small. I saw AMPM in Morrison's yesterday. You know, there's core beers. You know, they want to get them out there and to keep up with the Joneses. So, you know, they, 
you know, of course they're going to want people to get their beers. Not everyone can go and have a you know, bottle of, or a pint of Jaipur mm-hmm. um, from their local. And if that's a way of getting, you know, I, I'm all for it as long as you know that kind of creative control is um, is still there. Then I'm happy for them to you know look for a different uh, different angle to get some more exposure. I suppose. I only just I just worry a little bit that depending if they got investment, just depending who it was, would a little bit of the Thornbridge magic die for me a bit? Yeah, maybe. Because um, in a beer sense, you know, I've, I've talked <coughs> before about Jaipur being first beer and all that. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of feel like I've sort of, you know, as a, as a, a proper beer drinker, I've sort of grown up a little bit with Thornbridge and it would be, mm. it would be weird for them not to be, it's always been the same people, it's always been Thornbridge. Mm. It'd be weird if suddenly, you know, they, they kind of, they are a big brewery, but it doesn't feel like a big brewery. You go there, it still feels, you know, we're, we're quite pally with the chief exec and, you know, you can kind of you know, exchange messages on Twitter and stuff like that. It would suddenly be weird if they were, you know, bigger than yeah. what what yeah. they are now, even though they've they've got big, but they still feel down to earth. I suppose it does actually, probably thinking about it, it does impact how I buy Thornbridge a little bit more now than in supermarkets. I don't know why, but um, I... <laughs> If they weren't in Tesco, maybe I would buy them more. I don't know why that is. I think maybe it's just I don't know what I don't know what it is. I, I actually did buy like five or six bottles this weekend. I've had family around from Australia and have been kind of spending a few day, <clears throat> a week in Yorkshire and have been kind of getting some bars of bitter and stuff. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go to Tesco on my way over there. I'm going to get five or six bottles of Jaipur and just slam them on the desk yeah. on the table and say, you should try this and. Um, I also took a beer that we're going to try next um, yep. to um, <clears throat> see what they thought of it. Before we crack that up, and any final thoughts on the two roads? I think it's really nice. I, um, it's not overly sour. It just it tastes a little bit cidery to me. Like, yeah, that it's kind of like you know the of... middle of a roadside. Yeah. So the strength's not there. Obviously, the strength's not. But it's not. I wouldn't say it's like a tart. Goes all right. I don't say it's really salty either. No, I, well, I still don't particularly understand what the difference is between a, a sour and a goza and stuff like that. But salt, you, you do tend to get that salty kind of undertone to a goza that you certainly didn't get with uh, <clears throat> with with that. Uh, I thought perfectly pleasant. What about it again? No, I've got no. I'm no interested. I'd be happy it again. to. I'd be happy to drink it, but I probably won't go and buy it. On the other hand, the beer that we're about to have now, which we've we've kind of squeezed into the middle for the reason that this is a beer that we've both had a few of a few uh, I, I think my big, blood's turned into a, a big fans of it uh, and this is Huckster which is a Abbeydale beer it's actually done in collaboration with Peddler most people from outside of Sheffield probably won't know what Peddler is Peddler is a, like a night market event that actually starts at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon um, in um, a little place called Kellam Island which is just outside of the centre of uh, Sheffield which has actually grown a quite a good reputation for oh, being yeah. pretty good for beer yeah. uh, and a real good fun either day out or evening out or even afternoon out or even weekend actually if it yeah. runs on two days so um, you know it's a, a great little event so um, they, they've done this beer called Huckster with Abbeydale Brewery and we kind of came across this what probably a couple of weeks ago yeah um, it's it, I, I think I got a couple of cans from Sean um, drunk those and then I got about seven or eight more it's it's, I know, like Laura works for Abbey and stuff, but I, I was thinking to myself the other night, I had more, more, a few cans of this, and I was thinking, like, 
are they are they actually by Brewer of the Year, not just in Sheffield, but just generally in terms of, in terms of like uh, what they're doing and what they've what they've gone from and going to. It's, it's phenomenal. phenomenal. Yeah. Like the sour, like just for example, like the, there was the, the, this is their brewery run beer festival, but there's probably over a hundred beers. The Sunfest um, voted one of their beers actually won the beer of the festival. Probably a bit embarrassing to them. But, um, that was Unbelievers version six, which is um, absolutely fantastic. Sort of five point two percent sort of sour, absolutely brilliant. But this is just this is like your new England. This is a New England IPA essentially six percent. Hundred IBUs, if anybody cares, or uh, um, but you're this is off the calendar. You remember? I am looking at the yeah. Right, okay, cool. Equinot, uh, Ace is the interesting one in this. Galaxy and Vic Secret are hops. Ace being a bit of a Marmite hop, but I think it gives this a kind of a uniqueness. It's nice. It's it's in the middle. I yeah. Um, I, I I literally I can't get enough of it. I've drunk so much of it this week. Um, what do you think, James? I, I think it's absolutely wonderful. I think it's fantastic. I think it's it's one of those beers that, from smell to taste to aftertaste, uh, everything about it is is spot on. And it's worth mentioning it's six percent, which a lot of the New England style stuff now you're talking seven, eight percent upwards. Um, and I don't think that anything less than six percent particularly works in this style. It, it needs its strength to give it part of its taste. Yeah. So this is probably on the border of what you can do a really good, there's obviously a few exceptions to that, but generally speaking, you know, a, a really good New England style IPA. Um, and it's brilliant. I mean, even the can's just brilliant. Yeah, it's everything about it. It, it, it yeah. really is. And yeah. the reason that we, we've uh, made sure that we use this tonight is because, as most people have, have you know, probably knew or certainly figured out that, that Laura, who's part of the main hotcast panel, she works for Abbeydale. And um, she, you know, I wouldn't say she necessarily plays that down, um, but she's always a little coy when we have an Abbeydale beer on because she doesn't want people thinking, oh, you know, Abbeydale girl and all that kind of stuff. Um, and we wanted to basically rave about how great a beer this is without it's embarrassing her. Yeah. Um, so that's why we've done it on the half pint because it is a superb beer. I don't know how... how um, widespread this is going to be available outside no. of Sheffield which is a real shame because there'll be um, you know a lot of people who would absolutely love this or really struggle to to get hold of it maybe outside of, of Sean's kind of informal um, beer delivery service yeah. um, which is sad really because it is it's it's up there or thereabouts in terms of beer of this style as as being one of the best it's up yeah. there for me with the cloud waters and with it, the yeah you could you could slide this into a cloud i think it's slightly more cloud watery than verdant i think just it's just slightly softer it's not quite as like cloying well it's not cloying at all it's no, no. it's super it's like a super refreshing six percent beer i think it's absolutely brilliant um sean does have something i've been in today which is monday so for the next couple of days um i think he said he would get he'd got a new batch when i spoke to okay. him last um uh, Beaches of Walkley up on South Road and Walkley definitely got some in. That's where I've been getting close to me. I imagine that Hop Eyed Out and the other guys have probably got some in as well. Um, I, it's not going to be repeated, I imagine, unless unless it's what? massively the successful. The reaction's been that good because they don't they don't have anything this modern in their core range, do they? Not really. I mean, um, it's the Emporium range, which is the ones that you might see which are kind of like kind of quite graphic it's either they do the, the sort of stout range they do the IPA which are the Voyager ones and the Unbelievable and the Sour and then the Serenity which is kind of a um, I, 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 if anybody tried the Tramlines one which is kind of a, a 3% <coughs> 3 one 
double the strength, but not really. You you won't you won't feel it at all. I think it's kind of it's just really 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 good. Like I've, I've, I'm gutted that I've only got two two cans left in my fridge. Might even be one. I'm sure, you let me know. I've only got one left in my um, in my fridge. Uh, and to be fair, this this can's one of mine as well. So I've, I've you know, yeah, one of the two. Lo- lovingly brought one, one of, of mine um, yeah. along to uh, to share. But it is it's a great. It is one of those beers that you kind of want to drink with someone else because you want to sit and talk about how great it is, which you can't really do. Yeah, on your own. Four forty can as well, which is yeah. Does, does this lead us on to Funkfest? Um... Well, it does lead us on to Funkfest. We, we touched, um, again, we touched on it at the end of the um, the main August edition of the Hopcast. Um, I reckon that's going to be a really cracking event. Um, I'm not really aware of any other sour lead um, festivals like that. Well, I think Laura said that it's the only one that's ever been outside of London. Right. Um, obviously, not everything's well publicised, but I think as far as their, their research has um, shown. But yeah, it's in their brewery, it's Abbeydale, off, off Abbeydale Road, Abbeydale Brewery. Um, I've never been to their brewery before. They, no, have, had, they have had some events there, but it is, like I said, it's a working brewery, it doesn't have a tap room. They're, they're making space for this, and um, I think, as far as I'm aware, their list is available on their website now. Um, I think Jim posted something on Facebook oh, yesterday, the day before. Um, but it just looks it looks great. Um, I know Charlton are there. Um, Charlton yep. are basically masters of the sour. They are king of the sour. Um, there's a lot of collaborations. Some of the stuff that, some of the things that I've never been like a kind of a funky barrel age kind of guy with any kind of beer, sour or not sour. But some of the things that I tasted off the back of um, indie beer fees, I think that they had on like trials, absolutely fantastic. Um, so just go and try this. It's Jim's little project. It was, uh, <laughs> it was Laura's husband, um, which is called the Funk Dungeon. Um, yep. You can find the Funk Dungeon on Twitter as like an independent like sort of uh, feed from uh, Abbeydale. But um, it's it's Jim's baby. Um, I think he's it, basically being tasked with uh, you know being let, let loose essentially really from somewhere yeah. maybe ten but, ten years ago Abbeydale very very traditional. Uh, now but do, I mean yeah, seriously like, <laughs> probably what two years ago Abbeydale you would class as being a very traditional brewery even a year ago there was still the, the kind of the beginnings of this journey in terms of putting stuff out that was really breaking the mould of what you class as an Abbeydale brewery mm-hmm. and there's no you know if we were recording this a year ago we'd have talked about Abbeydale as being you know really good really consistent very reliable brewery but there, there were never a brewery that particularly no. took any risks and the 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 uh, I mean, you talked about kind of, you know, what would be brewery of the year. You know, not necessarily because of any of the individual beers, but because of the, the flexibility that they've shown in adapting to the market. And not just adapting to it, but now they're doing styles of beer better than people that were doing them before then. Mm. Um, that's that's quite an achievement, really, for, for you know, as, as, as we know, you know, it's... They're not in some super modern, amazing building with, no. you know, the, the the fancy million pound plus equipment that, no. that some other breweries have got. Um, you know, they're still using pretty traditional methods. I've I've got images of you know Jim literally in his dungeon, um, <laughs> some kind of really damp, dark cellar, like jumping around in various different mash tuns and stuff, um, and smashing barrels open and you know liquid flying all over the place. Um, but it does feel like it's got a real honesty to the whole project about what they're doing now. You know, they're, they're they're not they're not trying to cut any corners. They're just making really good beers, uh, in a real honest way. 
They never really, I, I think one of the things, I think maybe they have done slightly, they've tested the water in the keg beer um, for probably quite a few years, but because they've never really done any small package beers until maybe the last few years, they've never bottled anything. It's one of the things where, you know, you'd find Farmer's Blonde, like the, very, at the time when we were talking about them being a tr one of the traditional breweries, Farmer's Blonde, Kellam Island, Pale Rider, in you know all your shops, even 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 kind of the smaller supermarkets, independent um, shops. Are you thinking why are Aberdale not brewery, not a bottling moonshine or yeah. like, and they've never done that until they've come to this point where they've done some specials yeah. and now this um, Brewers Emporium range, which um, they're just you know flying out different you know different versions of uh, these these like kind of now core beers and the, with a with a twist I suppose. But yeah, yeah. absolutely brilliant. Uh, really really look for them. If, um, yeah. I'll, get, I'll get your stockist if you're slightly out of Sheffield. Ask ask them to get some in because they are quite they're a very progressive brewery now, and um, I think they suit a big wide wide audience. I think as well. And roll on Funkfest because I think that's going to mm. be um, that's going to be yeah. great. Uh, and you know, absolute huge, big big credit to um, to Abbeydale for 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 Huckster. It is a superb beer. Yeah. Uh, we've got one more beer. Which is one that you've brought along. Do you yeah. want to tell us a bit about it? Yeah, I can do actually. Yeah, um, I'm keeping it Sheffield focus. I thought for the first proper kind of um, half pint, um, gone for um, a collaboration with three Sheffield breweries. Uh, the lead brewery, I think, being Steel Steel City Brewing, um, with Lost Industry and Neeps End, and it's a Medusa. It's a Citra and I'm say Raku Dry Hop Sour. Um, I think this may have been bottled before. But I definitely had it on keg in the Rutland and really loved it. So we're going to go give this one a try. Can I um, just give a quick mention to uh, honestbrew.co.uk um, who have supplied our um, bottle opener. They've also supplied <laughs> us with uh, a load of beer, which is very, very nice, uh, which uh, literally arrived at my work. <laughs> Uh, well, it must have been five minutes before Adam arrived here, so we've unboxed it and had a look, and uh, not had time to refrigerate any of them to uh, enjoy <laughs> as part of the um, half pint, which it's is a shame. But um, really nice of them to send us some some new stuff. There's uh, Jekyll and Hyde, which is the Wyland one in there. Um, there's some oh, just loads of loads of really yeah, good Ridge stuff. Ridgeside, Yellow Belly, um, some uh, which is it? Is it Crack Crack Brewery? Which is a I think Crack, yeah. I saw, I saw some of their stuff in uh, Berlin when I was there. And yeah, they, quite recently they did a tap takeover at the Rutland and um, they had quite a few of their beers on. Um, a lot of fruit, it's almost like they know you, James. Very fruity. <laughs> uh... So big thanks to them. So here we go with uh, Medusa. Now this has definitely existed before, hasn't it? Because I'm sure we've yeah. talked about it. Um, I don't know if we've talked about it, but I've, I've had it before. Um, one of my friends at work... Um, would never be a drinker at all, Amy. Um, and uh, I think this was the first one I suggested she try. And now she's an absolute sour, sour beer fiend. Um, and then basically, I've also got a tab at Sean's just to, um, she's like, when you go see Sean, just get me anything and I'll trust your judgment. <laughs> so um, I always say, oh, that, that's back out. <laughs> it's the first beer she tried. nice it's um quite gentle actually it's not got as much of a kick as i thought it would have i think i've still got the um huckster kind of yeah yeah that's sriracha um yeah hop is, is this smells a lot um, kind of smells like sour it's, it's a lot tartar it's um 
is it five percent maybe it's five five point yeah five percent um actually i know we've just been talking about it, it reminds me a lot of unbeliever hmm, very actually, similar yeah. similar sort of taste to it i well, see now now the taste coming through a bit more hmm. it has got a kick to it actually it is quite it is quite sour that it makes you wonder because i mean i don't know how many there's three breweries that i would imagine that if you're not living in Sheffield, drinking in Sheffield a lot, maybe you're not as familiar with we have We have done interviews with Lost Industry and Neep's End. Neep's End are not known for like a sour beer at all. No. <clears throat> Steel City is basically Dave Unpronounceable. Dave Unpronounceable. Um, he's, he doesn't have a brewery, he's a cuckoo bro, which is, if anybody doesn't know, it's someone who borrows other people's breweries when it's uh, available essentially and I think he um, he was part of the the collaboration which we went on the initial um, visit for Lost Industry when it was a um, the big Stout Wars thing which, um, he was well, the initial interview yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah um, it's, a, it's a very very good brewer and he will do the hoppiest things imaginable if anybody understands IBU ratings um, he will try and get as high as, as humanly possible. I don't understand IBU ratings. I th- I th- I've, I've got a, a feel. A it's, a, it's a bitterness scale. Yeah. Um, so it's a bit like a Scoville's with a Julius Bear. But yeah, we all know Lost Industry are absolutely just. Yeah, I think. I th- so essentially, I think I imagine this has been brewed at Lost Industry with um, Steel City as the kind of yeah lead on it, I suppose. It, uh, it, graphically, it looks like a lost industry thing. Yeah, he's it? big into his like kind of death metal, is Dave? Yeah, yeah. I think, and uh, his um, his artwork can kind of give that. I won't let it put you off though. I think it makes very very good beers. Um, um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. As and when he can, I suppose. What um, what news do we have to talk about? Have you got any any goss? A few things I've seen on? today. Um, Kind of new pub month, isn't it? It is a little bit, yeah. I've got a little bit of news. I'm, I'm going to say that I'm slightly out of Sheffield, but probably in the S postcode. So um, I just see a tweet from um, a new sort of micro pub in Chapel Town, which is Chapel Town Tap House and Gin uh, Bar. Chapel Gin Town's bar. in Sheffield. It's Gin not bar. outside of Sheffield. Chapel Town's very much in Sheffield. You think it is? Yeah, absolutely is. Well, I'm more referring to the other point, but. Um, They've um, now got the keys for their um, place, which um, if anybody in Chapel Town, a little roundabout in the centre next to the Weatherspoons, there's a kind of the old, uh, the, the, basically the railway arches essentially, so we're, we're going all railway arch. Um, so it's, the, I think it's the left-hand side railway arch is now becoming a, a bit of like a micro pub, which is, which is great. I think um, we've got the commercial pub, which is up the road, which is a, a really good traditional um, ale, ale pub, and um, you know, Wentworth just around the corner. So... Good luck to those guys. Uh, very, very minimal kind of um, social media stuff at the minute, um, but um, hopefully that's going to have something that we can kind of bang next to the train. Well, essentially it's next to the train station because yeah. it's under the train station. Um, and the other thing—that's that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. The other thing I saw this week is that um, it looks like Hopjacker, which is based in Drumfield, um, is up for sale as a brewery. Um, I don't have many details on this in a minute, but um, I did see something from. Um, White Lion saying that their new beer was potentially their last one. I think it's called a. Right. So um, it's for sale. So if anyone is looking for a brewery in uh, Tromfield, which is a pretty decent little drinking area, if anyone has not been out there. I do. I kind of think that Hopjack are a brewery that have got a bit quiet of late. Since the last been, probably yeah. twelve months, um, I was a lot more aware of them. Kind of, you know, maybe not quite a year ago, but 
certainly the last six months have not mm. just not really been noticing yeah. stuff that they've been doing because they're another one that the, the beer labels tend to be fairly distinctive don't they with yeah the, i don't think they do the, any the kind of packaged beer so it's essentially if you're a drinker in the area you will get it very kind of hazy un, unfined beers um not scared of doing something a bit unusual um or adding an ingredient but i've always been very very impressed with hop jacker beers ed i think it's ed the brother um so fingers crossed that kind of resolves or either you know ed moves somewhere else or i don't know um, very minimal kind of uh, information at the minute, but something to keep an eye on. If you've not, if you're wondering where the hot and jack of beers are, it might be that um, it's not not being brewed anymore. Fair enough. Uh, I've only got one bit of gossip, uh, and it is uh, also a new pub bit of gossip. Um, but obviously, I live um, just off Eccleshall Road, so I live in Sharavale, which is a great place to get a beer because you've got. The Lescar, where we're recording in a couple of months, which is great. Um, you've got the beer house, where we'd love to go and record, but it's too noisy, we can't. <laughs> um, you've got the Ecclesall Ale Club, where exactly the same thing applies. Um, you've got the Stag, which is a great pub, but we're, we're going there tomorrow. Uh, what else have you got? You've got tons of pubs around there. There's, yeah, there's loads of them. You've got yeah, Porter Cottage, um, Porter Brook, maybe less so, but um, every so often it'll have a decent. Houses, yeah, yeah there's, there's, there's tons. And actually, it's not far up the road to Greystones and then the other direction, yeah, Portland House and Beer Engine, all that kind of stuff. Um, so it looks like there's going to be uh, another new micropub opening on Ecclesall Road. Strangely enough, about like two or three doors down from the Ecclesall Ale Club. Uh, it's a building that used to be called it Nourish. Used to be like a kind of a healthy food thing. Didn't last very long. That's why um, no one's ever heard of it. And yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, but there's a sign up on the, uh, the 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 window there that an application's gone in to turn it into um, effectively a, a micro pub. Um, looks like doing something involving maybe a bit of food, maybe some live music as well. Um, so um, yeah, we'll we'll have to wait and see on that one because clearly it's still at the the licensing stage. Um, but that could. I mean, that could either really round off a really good pub route, or it could be the beginning of the kind of the oversaturation of the um, of the market around there. Um, I think a lot of people will have a real loyalty to. I have a huge loyalty to John at the the the, the beer house and James at Ecclesall Ale Club. Both people that you know I've just got to to know through drinking in there pubs really and then if a new place comes along doesn't really matter how good it is I'm still going to feel a little bit of a loyalty towards those <laughs> two um, and you know when you're just having a you know a, a quick after work drink or something like that I kind of rotate between the two bit of a problem if there's somewhere else that comes along so I don't know I don't know how I feel about it no um, I, it's somewhere I don't go enough I suppose but uh, there, there is a bit of a gap you know in Ecclesall Road I think that it, for someone that's quite a trendy kind of place it still lacks probably a representable you know, percentage of uh, you know, options for us, us as proper beer drinkers. Um, yeah. Let's just watch the space. I think. I think. I, I, I imagine. I've, I've heard on the room. I've heard on the grapevine. There's a few places maybe appear in Abbeydale Road as well. Um, right. So you know, it's all branching out of Sheffield, I suppose. Um, yeah, but you know, we'll see. So thoughts on um, Medusa now? Yeah, I like that. Really good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, um, like it's a good sour. I think a year a year ago, I'd have been absolutely obsessed with this. I think my tastes have changed a bit, um, and sours that maybe aren't like really quite rich, fruity sours mm. 
don't, I'm not saying that I dislike them because I do still like them very much. They don't quite have the same sort of hold over me that, that they would have done a, a while ago. But that said, in terms of the actual style of beer that it, that it is, there's a huge amount of flavour going on yeah. there. You know, crazy amount of um, of hops coming through. Which you, you know, it, it can be difficult to do with a, a sour that's actually really sour, which this is. So they've achieved something pretty pretty good there. Yeah, it's quite like a raw one. I was like a raw one in such like it's got no kind of extra flavours in it. It's very much if you like a sour without you know adding extra flavour within like a fruit flavour. This is pretty much down the line as, as you're going to get really. Um, yeah. Um, Pick it up while it's out there. We've um, we've gone over our half hour allowance again. That's all right. It does. It does three, three, three beers. Yeah, ten, ten minutes per beer. Yeah. I think is is um, is fair enough. Um, are we are we going to do kind of like where we pick our favourite beer of the night, or is that too kind of main hopcasty? Because uh, I don't think well, it, we can I, drop, I mean, we, I think we probably anyone that's listening to this can I, probably I would, guess now yeah, what the answer is. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's if, pretty obvious. Yeah. While it's still out there, if you listen to this quite recent. Go and ask your local beer shop for um, Huckster. It's bright pink. It's got this kind of guy with a like a hop beard on it or something. There, there, it's actually actually an actual artist who's sort of adapted that. It's um, Jim Spendlove. So he's an illustrator. It reminds very, me of was it Seth in Emmerdale? <laughs> reminds me of Seth from Emmerdale. Yeah, if he grew a kind of a, a, kind of a, a fauna floral beard, that's him. Yeah, very we'll ferny, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I reckon go and get that. If if you, I think that'll suit a lot of different people. And it might might be a good beer for somebody who doesn't really, you know, drunk much kind of like cloud water event beer to so, um, be a gateway for. Yeah, it. anyone that's a bit kind of put off by the style of New England IPA, thinking maybe it's a bit it's a bit too cool, a bit too hipster. It's this very, could be a good very, crossover it's, beer. It's very very opaque though, so it's, you haven't you haven't poured a load of a, uh, you haven't yeasted it basically. Yeah. yeah. Looks like lemonade. Bro. Um, so next Hopcast, we are... Uh, is it Shakespeare's next? Yes, it is. It's a big one, um, because we... I think we said this at the end of the last one, that because we did the first ever Hopcast we did at Bar Stewards, yep. so we deliberately waited a while before we go to Shakespeare, because it is, you know... It, I, I think I worked out it's about seven about staggering seven steps, paces. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyone that's ever been out in Sheffield will know just how close those um, those two pubs are. So, uh, yeah, really looking forward to that. So that's uh, Shakespeare's at the start of September. Can you yeah. believe it's September Crazy, in a couple of weeks? Absolute madness. Um, so, um, yeah, we will report back in a couple of weeks from Shakespeare's. And um, thank you for your company on the second. Um, and actually, you know, first, actually, to time... Um, Hopcast Half Pint. <laughs> <laughs>